Hello and welcome to Movie Magpies. This week we'll be reviewing I Am Mother. As always, I'm your host, Will. And with me is my co-host, Monique. Let's just get straight into it. I Am Mother is a really interesting film. I don't know about you, but first watch, I really enjoyed it. And second watch, I really did not enjoy it. Yeah, so for me, I think I'm, I don't have the opposite reaction to you because first time I watched it, I did not enjoy it. Second time I watched it, I enjoyed it less, I think. <laughs> it's one of these things. For people who don't know, I Am Mother is a film which the summary is following humanity's mass extinction. A teen raised alone by a maternal droid finds her entire world shaken when she encounters another human. What I really, I really wanted to like this film because it's made in Australia, it's made by an Australian director, gotta support our Australian filmmaking, and what's even more interesting is it won the Sundance Film Competition, so ultimately there is a great deal of merit there. It is, it was, it was such an interesting concept. I suppose if this is a movie that you're thinking about watching or not watching, I would first up say that the ending is kind of dissatisfying, and you're going to have a lot of issues with the plot. <laughs> yeah, I think one of my biggest issues with it was the plot, because, yeah, it's, it's just not, it's not well fleshed out. Yeah, I suppose the way that I would explain it is that plot comprehension kind of falls apart 20 minutes in. Yeah. It feels like it was a short film, and mm. then they just added extra drama to it without actually thinking about how the drama would ripple or affect through the entire movie. They were just like, uh, this is where our short film ended. And then we added on this bit and it's like an extra hour's worth of stuff that didn't really need to happen. <laughs> yeah. And I think that a great deal of this film was a lot of wasted potential, which is really heartbreaking mm -hmm. because there's so much in this film that is so cool and so interesting the the characters i mean one of the characters is really really fascinating if you don't know who i'm talking about i mean mother the robot specifically mm -hmm. voiced by rose byrne so ultimately it's always going to come across as being this character that is fully empathizable or that's not a word uh, you can fully empathize with her just because of the voice, but then also there are these little, like, intricate cities that are incredibly uh, endearing to her. With that, not enough of the characters are fleshed out. With the two main human characters, they almost come across as stupid, which... Yeah, yeah. the way that I would explain it is that um, the plot is moved is what moves the characters rather than the characters being what moves the plot. Like things happen because they need to or nothing would happen. Like yeah, exactly. And it's annoying because the, no one takes action in the film other than Mother, of course, who's supposed to be played off as the villain. None of the characters have motivation to do anything or the no. motivation comes from nowhere, which is and really And it becomes annoying. almost... I suppose, stereotypical, it's really easy to pick what's going to happen next because of how yeah. just the points of a usual movie would be. like Because there's nothing about the characters actually moving through it, it's very easy to be like, oh, what, they're going to make the robot seem like the villain. Yeah, and, and then, then they don't even really do a good job of that because no. throughout it, the robot still comes across as reasonable. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, they, they do this really lovely exposition in the start where it's very show-don't-tell, um, mm. words on a screen, absolutely no dialogue. And then it's kind of upsetting because any other dialogue that you actually get from the characters, it's very ambiguous and easily misinterpreted. Or, like, if you're not... Like, the first time I watched it round, I was really confused about a lot of points. And then the second time round, I realized that's because they kind of talk around subjects. Like, they outright tell you what's happening and still somehow manage to make it confusing, so... Yeah, the the film doesn't do a great job of expanding on its story. I would say, if you are going to watch the film and you haven't seen it yet, the first ten minutes of the film are impeccable. It's beautiful visual storytelling that does a great deal with so little. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to stretch thin, and the storyline starts to weaken as time goes on until you start losing interest in the film altogether. Yeah. And my I, and I think the strongest criticism both of us can give really is that it's a short film. It's a good short film that's stretched too long. It should have just been and I understand that like everything has to be almost 2 hours long these days, but it should have really even just been like 40 50 minutes maximum. Yeah. Absolutely. And, like, they do really, really lovely visuals. Like, there's a lot of really striking visuals in this, e.g. They use a lot of red and white, and then black and blue very minimally. And that's sort of the only colour scheme you get is either the red and white as the, like, primary yeah. visuals, or, like, a little blue light to indicate that something's technology or something like that. Like, it's yeah. all very well executed visually. And then it just makes it all the more disappointing that the plot doesn't quite hit that same level. Yeah, the story does, like, really let it down, which is a pain. But, as you were saying, the film cinematography and framing holds to a very s- simple colour palette. You don't get too many colours beyond the colours that are present within the the vault of the main part of this story. You get the white of Mother's, like, frame, Mm -hmm. the red of the outfits for the daughter, and then it's a lot of greys and faint uses of blue. Yeah, and even when um, you get into the movie, as the summary says, this teen that was raised alone finds another human they even look similar like there's not a lot of visual difference between the two actresses especially when you sort of see them side by side yeah i think they could have done a better job at diversifying the i mean there are two two physical people in this film i don't think that actually matters but they could Uh, always yeah there's like two physical people yeah and they're they literally look like they're related (laughs) yeah pretty much and nothing's done with that in that you know this is the first person that the daughter ever sees and she's just like cool a person hello person come on in you just it's interesting because the way that i would sort of critique this like my main critique is if someone's supposed to be smart and intelligent and critically thinking don't make them an idiot just for the plot's benefit it really undercuts your point (laughs) yeah i think a lot of our problems come from just a a lack of thought in the expansion of this story because 
like I said, it won Sundance, however this was when it was a short film, and it was given a feature length budget. The problem with doing stuff like that is that films that were intended to be short films, when extended, have to build upon aspects of story that were never there. Mm-hmm. And they have to pad the runtime in ways that they had not intended because they had made it as a short film. Had made this film as a short film. So as as the sum of its parts, I Am Mother makes a lot of sense and is quite good as a single short film. So I would argue even only 20 minutes long. 20 yeah. to 30 minutes long. It's so incredibly self-contained in those first yeah. sort of 20 to 30 minutes. And it really does a lot. Yeah, and I would not even say that this is the director's fault or anyone's fault beyond whoever funded it for a full feature-length film. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting that we have such a, like, I suppose, disappointed view of the movie because it actually had pretty good reception on, you know, like, Rotten Tomato, uh tomatoes uh like with a 91 percent approval rating and like an average rating of seven out of ten when it first came out and a lot of critics were you know saying that it was like well acted and intelligent that it was like ambitious and it largely achieves what it's aiming to do but to me that kind of feels false in a way like yeah it achieves the main sort of thought of the premise of the film which is what happens if someone raised by a droid meets someone who isn't raised by a droid but like that's it (laughs) there's no uh deep dive into that plot it's just kind of like oh there you go like looking at the reviews now i I'm a little surprised that it got 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, but then I also know that Rotten Tomatoes is quite prone to providing high reviews for stuff that may not necessarily earned those. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a whole, like, background behind that, but I we won't talk in, about that, really. Because ultimately, this film is still... Has still has the potential to be enjoyable, but it's a, a great cost in that you have to ignore the story to enjoy it. Yeah. It's like 113 minutes is the runtime, yeah. and you can concisely explain the pot in, like, maybe six paragraphs. <laughs> and that's if you're really, really stretching out, like, the step-by-step plot, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's... Definitely got a great sense of visual style, that's for sure. It won, yeah, it was nominated for an award for best visual effects and animation. That makes perfect sense. The The CGI for Mother is absolutely incredible. It also had an award for best supporting actress for H- Hilary Swank, so she's the survivor. She doesn't do much, so yeah. You know, which is fine. (laughs) You know, you can still do it. You can do a great deal of acting in a small part. You can do a lot with a little if um, you're acting well enough. And I suppose coming back to the CGI point, it is really the main selling point of this movie. Absolutely. Um, While we're talking about how it's not really a very fulfilling movie to watch, it's a little bit disappointing to watch. I still would actually recommend watching it, even just to see the way they do the CGI. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. They have. CGI, and then they also have like someone in a suit for Mother the Droid, um, who's a part of the visuals. And it's so incredibly hard to pick whether it's CGI or whether it's the man in the suit. And there's really only a couple tells 
and if that tell isn't on screen, e.g. if they're not filming the whole robot, it's so difficult to pick. Like, unless someone showed you, like, pointed at it and said, this yeah. is CGI, I'd just be like, this is all this is all real, like, you know? Yeah, and I would even say that if you were, if you told someone, oh, figure out which parts are real and which parts are fake, I think they wouldn't be able to necessarily give a fully certain answer, which is great. There's no, There are never any points where the CG is glaringly noticeable. It's all, even the points where it is noticeable, it's only just noticeable because, like you said when we were talking about it, the hands will be slightly larger on Mother or slightly smaller depending on if it's the suit or not, and that's you, that was your way of telling. Yeah, and that, like I said, if the hands aren't in the shot, that's it. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I suddenly have absolutely no clue whether it's CGI or not. And the only reason that I noticed that the hand size differed was because I was trying to pick which bits were suit and which bit were CGI the second time I watched mm. it. Like, I was visibly looking out for those things, so. Yeah, absolutely. I will say set design is also incredibly interesting because I didn't tell you this, but they only actually have three sets in this film. You told me that a lot of it was filmed in the same location. Yeah, one, uh, one area is filmed in the sets. same location. The interior of the vault is actually done with only a f few sets and they do they manage to do an incredibly good job of providing a sense of space and expansion within the vault without actually showing too much. Which yeah. mm -hmm. is is a testament in itself to how well the crew and uh, director worked at making this film, which though was provided a feature-length budget on a short film story or screenplay, mm. does a great deal of work to ensure that the money is well spent within the film. Mm -hmm. I suppose um, one good thing to say, we have kind of been ragging on this movie a bit, yeah. is that it does a lot with a little, like the visual yeah. design and the character design um, is all very, very well executed. It is unfortunately just not supported by the storyline itself. And even then, the storyline is really, really good up until where it's sort of, you know, feature short film yeah. would have turned into feature film. It's, it's a decent enough story for what it is, but then it's just stretched too thin. Because they have to keep it, they have to keep this, like, whole, like, tension going for an hour, 40 minutes. And it's, like, just chill out. <laughs> yeah, and it, it just doesn't, it doesn't hold the tension quite as well as some of these reviewers are saying it does. Yeah, and I suppose, like, if you're a watcher, like a casual watcher, I suppose I should say, I actually watch this with my parents um, the second time around while I was taking notes because yeah. I just thought they'd they enjoy the movie and they quite enjoyed it. They thought it was pretty good. They thought the ending was a bit like they were like, oh, it's finished. Okay. You know, sort of thing. Like they felt like they stretched it so thin and then just stopped it yeah. when they decided they couldn't stretch it anymore. Um, but they actually thought because of the minimal set design used in the sort of interior, they thought it was, like, set in space. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think that just is a testament to the design, again, that as a avid watcher of sci-fi um, and, you know, all 
good types of movies with very um, space or technologically related sets, they immediately went, oh yeah, cool, this is a spaceship. This looks exactly like a really, really huge spaceship, you know? Yeah, but would you say that's a testament to the set design and a detriment to the uh, the story? Yeah. Because they didn't explain that well? Yeah, it's a testament to the ambiguity of, like, the visual storytelling. Like, you can tell that it was definitely meant to be. Like, you don't particularly know where this place is like it's very much supposed to be like the bunker and that's all you know about the bunker the bunker isn't anywhere it is just the bunker but also then when you get into the plot you're like oh okay (laughs) Hmm. so it has to be somewhere and the expansive sort of nothingness of space that they give you immediately becomes like a wait so where is this again type of yeah yeah and look we i I have been very harsh on the story, for sure. One important thing to just get straight out there is that I'm never going to tell you not to watch a movie. You should watch this yeah. movie. Absolutely. I think more filmmaking should... More people should be encouraged to make films in Australia. Australia is actually starting to become the home of new film media during COVID. At the start of COVID, it's actually started to really do well. Heck yeah. So we should we should genuinely be encouraging filmmaking. But then I also have to state well I have to say that also there should still be this certain expectation to be met. If you're making a feature length film, it should at least carry itself for the full feature length. If it yeah. doesn't, then it's not necessarily a feature length. I think genuinely if they were given a second chance but provided an opportunity to make it just a full short film with a full budget, I think they do an amazing job because everything is there. It's just been stretched too thin for a feature length film. Mm-hmm. And I feel like exactly what you're talking about is sort of everybody should create and like there's no, we're never going to tell someone not to make a movie if they have a really good idea. But I suppose it comes again to this sort of not everything has to be two hours long. No. We all, for instance, those little Disney or Pixar shorts that they put before the actual movie, everybody falls in love with those. Everybody loves them so much. And they're, what, 20 minutes long? Like, not everything has to be two hours to be meaningful and to be good. And this is one of those cases where it really would have benefited from being short-form instead of long-form content. Absolutely. I will also say that there is, like, even when you're talking about it, there is definitely this stigma around short films in that when you mention a short, you refer to like the Disney little things at the start. Short films are great. There is mm-hmm. a condensed story provided to us, a good story provided to us in a short period of time. Some of my favorite forms of media are short films, one of which is the short film Curfew. It's one of my favorite films ever because it tells a really beautifully nice story in a short amount of time and it was provided a full feature-length budget, and the film failed. Because oh, it was for- really? Yeah, so because it was pr- forced to... Well, it was put into a place where it had to be feature-length, it failed. The short film mm. is still available. Watch that, it's amazing. Uh, the feature-length one goes a little too far beyond its means. Because, like I said, a short film screenplay can last a short film, but not a full-length film. And mm. I think this is what, if this is, uh, if 
My mother was provided a short film, or just a feature-length film budget, but with the expectation that they'd make a short film, I think it'd do really well. And I think I feel like it would do really well if it was a short film, but it would also do really well if they were given time to properly expand on it. I feel like, sort of, I mean, this is all just speculation, but you get given a feature-length film budget and told to make it a feature-length film, and because you already have a screenplay, you rush to make it long enough to fit the time. Whereas if they had have maybe been like, yep, uh, take however long you need to extend the story properly, it still would have worked. But this is a really, really lovely, like, this concept could have been expanded upon really, really well, but it also works so well because it was so easily recognisable in that, like, bite-sized concept. Yeah. If they had the time to make it... a full feature-length film. I'm sure it would have been great. That being said, there are definitely things within the film that, plot-wise, don't make sense when extended to a period of time where you actually are left to think about it. And because of that, because of that, I would actually have to say that it would need a great deal of time to accommodate for the full length. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's one of those things where they would have had to expand on the plot, like, a lot. I'm just saying it was a very buildable plot. They just yeah, weren't given absolutely. time and the, I suppose, respect to do it. I'm Respect isn't yeah. the right word. I can't figure out what word I want. But they just weren't given the time to sit down and actually properly expand upon the concept. And in that case, if you don't have time to expand upon the concept, it is perfectly acceptable to just have a short film. Yeah, absolutely. Two hours is so long anyway. <laughs> Two hours is an incredibly long time, and I feel bad that, that that was the expectation, for sure. Because, yeah, there are there are big moments of silence within the film, and they're not exploring the, the environment or visually telling stories. It's just, it's silence to pad out time, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a shame. And because, that's, yeah. that's exactly, in those silence are usually the moments where I would turn to Will and go, Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry? Yeah. Mm. Just don't give us time to think. Just keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah, or just at least give us stuff to look at think while on. we're thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. Not just the same little sections of people sitting, thinking, whatever. Exactly. I suppose um, what I would ask now is what would you actually rate this film? now that you've seen it and we've discussed it a little. Look, I've watched this tw- I've watched this through twice. I didn't enjoy it the first time fully. I enjoyed it a little bit less than second time because I had to nitpick and the nitpicking made it worse, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10 embryos. So pretty low, honestly. That being said, if you enjoy this film, great, because that just means that... For you, I'm wrong, and I'm happy to be wrong. And this is, like, all of our opinions and ratings are always going to be purely subjective anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm, in fact, going to come and say Will is a little wrong with his rating. I would actually rate it four and a half out of ten embryos. And that's because, for me, this is a really good watch the first time round. And it's a really good just turn your brain off and look at the pretty pictures on the screen type of movie to me. Yeah. If you watch it for that, I guarantee that you will enjoy it because 
this film is visually very nice. Very, very nice to look at, for sure. If you're one of those people that likes analysing and scrutinising plots in films... You're not going to have a good time. Probably not the best movie for you to watch, but if you're like me and you like to just sit down and watch pretty movie about interesting sci-fi concept, you're going to have a ball. It's going to be great. With that in mind, yeah, you absolutely will. Because at no point did I think, oh, this doesn't look good. Yeah, or I suppose in my side, I wasn't like, oh, this isn't enjoyable. It's just a different sort of enjoyable for me. Where I sit on the couch and me and my family poke fun at it as we're watching. Rather than being completely enamoured by the story. Absolutely. Though I always feel like a film that you watch to make fun of is always a a bit unfair in a sense. Because then it's like, it's either not good or enjoyable because it's not good but this film's not bad this film's quite good visually visually speaking it's amazing you know it does so much with so little they they had all of the components they had all the good ingredients to make a really nice cake they just put it in the oven a bit too long and it came out a little bit crispy yeah (laughs) but yeah as as i was saying the story may not be anything to write home about and for most film goers that's a big part of the film experience is that the story needs to be good you can't just provide visually stunning imagery and expect to receive box office ratings that being said the film is good it's just when picked apart it's just not quite as good as it could be exactly and if you want to hear us go a little more in depth about why we think these things um actually sort of more of a step-by-step process we will be doing a little bit of a longer episode discussing the movie in its entirety spoilers and all but this is more just a do you think the movie is worth your time i suppose (laughs) and i would say yes even if Mm -hmm. you even if you like picking apart films yeah watch this film because then you can pick it apart and if you agree with us then excellent because that's exactly what we do and i'm sure you'll be good at it too exactly exactly if i'm good at it as someone who literally just watches movies for fun and doesn't analyze them unless i'm going to talk to will about them yeah you'll have a perfectly good time you'll be able to pick everything we do um and if you're not there to pick it apart if you're there just to enjoy fun sci-fi concept you're still gonna have a really good time this is a win-win scenario absolutely yeah and with that That'll bring us to the end of our quick review of I Am Mother. If you want to hear our hint for next week's film, be sure to check out our in-depth review of I Am Mother, which will be coming out on Friday, as all of our in-depth reviews will be coming out every single Friday. But with that, see you next week. See you next week.